Hey guys, what's up? This is your girl, Model E, of course. And you are now tuned into Talking with E. Yes, I am back. I know it has been a while, but I'm here now. That's And that's all that matters, right? <laughs> all right, guys. So tonight, I feel like I should have a, a main course discussion. But before we get into all of that, Make sure you keep up with me on Instagram at EFRiendsPod and on Twitter at Erica Jones with the Z on the end. And also thank you to my new followers and listeners. I had a conversation with one of my listeners uh, before the Christmas holiday. And um, it was an a, a international listener who contacted me on Facebook. And if you are listening to this right now, thank you. I appreciate you and all your feedback. And I hope that you continue to enjoy the Talking With E podcast. Thank you. Um, as you can see, I am in a new setup. Yes, so trying to do something different here. Now, for the main course of this conversation, I think it's very important that we talk about this and it's about health and I want to talk a little bit about perimenopause yes you guys know that uh itching annoying stage that you get before you reach menopause and this can be a very tough sticky conversation for a lot of us because at one point we were young in our 20s and we didn't thought anything of this of course now I am in my 40s well hold up I'm 41 so I'm just getting here so I'm not in my 40s okay disclaimer just to let you guys know that so I am 41 and when I turned 40 I experienced some things you know throughout my body that that were just very weird and different but when I turned 41, that's when I, like, it really hit me. You know, it started to make me go on the internet. Let me see what's going on. Go on YouTube. And you go and look it up. And it was like, it could be a sign of perimenopause. Now, we know perimenopause is the stage before you get to menopause. And before, menopause used to be when you turn at least 50 years old. But as we know today with a whole bunch of different environmental factors, genetics, hormones, everything is changing. So things happen way before the time. And it's very emotional. It is, it's, it's kind of like, why do I have to go through this? And I'm going to speak to a lot of women because I've seen the conversations online, the back and forth, you know, conversations where a lot of women say, well, you know, I'm, I'm only 38 years old and I feel this way or this happens. And I read a lot of these comments and I'm like, hmm, this similar thing. So it happened to me and it's kind of just out of the blue. And it's, it's a little nerve-wracking it is and it's not that I'm getting older or it's a fear of getting older it's just 
hell, I'm still young. You know, I just came out of my thirties and, you know, turning up and shit, you know, I'm 40 and I'm supposed to continue to turn up, you know, cause my body is going through uh, a, a different life here. You know, it's, it's going through a different stage. And so, um, <laughs> turning 41, experiencing certain symptoms and it's like, okay, what the hell is going on here? Right. So I just want to talk a little bit about that. And I also would like for um, a lot of you, whenever I put these clips out and these polls, I will love to hear your feedback because I think this is a, a very conversation that needs to and has to be had because um, women go through a lot of things and men is basically around here living their best life. You know, men don't really get the type of ailments that we get as women, you know, because as a woman, you know, we, our bodies are meant to like bear kids and just do all this mother thing and our, our organs and stuff just works different. Okay. <laughs> and speaking of organs, right. When your body reach a certain age and I say probably about late 30s going into your 40s, everything kind of looks forward to this next step in your life. You may not be looking forward to it, but your body knows that it's coming. And you're saying in your head, it's not supposed to come this early. Like it is too early for all of this. Like, why am I going through this? <laughs> so backtrack. Let me tell you guys um, just a little story. So my mother told me uh, a couple of years ago uh, when, when I started to develop like certain things, I would ask her and she told me that when she was in her late thirties, I think I want to say 38 or 39, she said that she went through some menopause, you know, at that time she said menopause, they don't know, you know, anything about perimenopause, you know, we got all these new terms and stuff coming up. So she said that she was going through menopausal system, symptoms. She never had, um, like heart flashes or anything like that. And that's another thing. Signs of menopause is like the basic hot flash, um, night sweats, you know, a lot of people said they want to go and stick their head inside of a freezer in order to feel better. And it's no, none of those things. So my mother said that she was having issues with her cycle, her menstruation cycle. And one time it's just, it was on and off, on and off on and off. And she was like, okay, is this thing is going to ever stop? Like what's going on? So by the time she got in her middle forties, that's when it all happened. She went for a year with no cycle and she didn't really thought anything of it. She just thought, okay, well, this thing has been acting up and I have, haven't had it for a whole year. Okay, maybe it's coming back to his senses, you know? So she went to the doctor and she asked questions about it. And the doctor told her that she was going through menopause. 
And now that she didn't have a cycle for a whole year, that was her body telling her that, hey, girl, it's over. You over here with us now. You belong to the menopausal gang. <laughs> but she was like, thank God that she never had the um, the hot flashes because she has known people who just had terrible hot flashes, like couldn't sleep at night, like always had the the fan, the air condition, another fan in front of their face or getting half naked and stuff because it was just so unbearable with the heat. So my mom, um, so when I go through stuff, I go to my mom because we kind of experience similar things and probably like around the same time for our age and stuff. Um, so I, I go to her for a lot of advice because normally we're on the same page, like what works for her uh, sometimes works for me. So um, back to the perimenopausal. And I also have a video that I want you guys um, to listen to because when I said that you can go into perimenopause in your late 30s, I know a lot of you was like, nah, that ain't true. And it is true. It has been proven. But I remember going to the doctor one time. I had a little small issue and I was like, okay, where is this coming from? And you, it's it's all sorts of things that happens. And I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be ashamed to say this because other women, you know, go through it too. And so I realized that, you know, your, when you're going through menopause, your, um, your vaginal system is become like very thin. Your skin, your layers, it gets thin, um, is very prone to infections and it gets itchy and, you know, things of that nature. And so um, I went and I read about it and it said, you know, oh, that's just um, a sign that you are losing, you know, your estrogen level is going down. So I'm in my head, I'm like, I need to get some more estrogen <laughs> because I don't like this. This is crazy as hell. And so I went to the doctor and I told her, I said, um, do you think I'm going through early stages of menopause? And she was like, oh girl, no, you're not going through no menopause. You're too young for that. <laughs> and in her head, she might've think it was, but I truly think that I've been going through some of the symptoms. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna play this for you guys. So um, y'all can listen to this. And I think, all right. Y'all not average age of menopause, which means one year after your last menstrual period, is 51. Perimenopause, which is when your body recognizing recognizes there's some declining estrogen levels and you're beginning to be symptomatic, can start seven to 10 years before that. So normal menopause is still 45 to 55. Mm -hmm. And so if you do the math and back that up seven to 10 years, it is completely reasonable for a 35-year-old woman to begin to experience some of the symptoms um, of perimenopause. You do not, it's not optional. 
all of us it's go damn through. Show not because we have such individual expressions of how it affects our bodies. What we know now is that there are estrogen receptors in every organ system of our body. And when those levels start declining, we see a very wide variety of a spectrum of, of syndrome where it used to just be thought it was a few hot flashes and some night sweats, mm. maybe your sleep's disrupted. Yes. Your genital urinary system is going to take a hit. Mm -hmm. um, your bones are going to get weaker. Mm -hmm. But what we know now is how much it's affecting our mental health, our capabilities, our skin, yeah. our bones, our kidneys, you know, vertigo, tinnitus, frozen shoulder. Yeah. Anytime I post about those on social media, the internet explodes. Average age of menopause, which means one year after your last menstrual period. Right. So y'all heard it. She said it. Your menopause, perimenopause can, can come anywhere between 35 and what, 47 years old. It can start <laughs> like that as well. Like every time I hear that number, like it, it gets me every time. It's like, how? Because you're thinking at that age around 35, you're your body is like still developing to become shit and adults, <laughs> basically. And then you're going to tell me that this old womanhood is going to try to sneak in and say, hey, now nah, we're going to disrupt what's going on. You got to learn this now. And when you do get things like, like tinnitus, you know, that's that ringing in the ear and, and things of that nature or coming down with like sinus and allergies. That is something that I've never had. And so when I went to the doctor one day and he was like, you have sinusitis. Huh? I've never had sinus a day in my life. Never had allergies. So once the spring season comes, uh, it hits your girl so, and it causes to have tension. Like I have tension headaches real bad. Don't know where it came from, but I am working on it and it has gotten better, but I had to figure out some things, like some things that I have to stop or do less of in order to, you know, basically to keep me mentally, <laughs> because if not, it will throw you out of whack. And so um, this whole perimenopause thing is definitely a, a, a great conversation to have. And I, I, we need to have a panel of this because the things that women go through, a lot of like men don't understand. Like we can say these things and it will just be like, oh, you just being sorry right now. No, we're not being sorry. Like these things are really happening. And we have all these other factors in our life that we have to deal with that. And then we have to deal with this. Now, ladies, okay. I'm 41 years old and I've never felt better in my life. After my incident with uh, being diagnosed with high blood pressure and which is I don't have high blood pressure and I was food to get on medication and I took myself off medication yes I did that was uh, one of the worst moments that I've ever had in my life I did not felt like me at all 
I became a person who was just wanted to stay in all the time and just be shut in. And that was never me. I always like to go outside. So right now I can say I am living my best life with, a, with, with many alterations. There are a lot of things that I don't do a lot of. And there are some stuff that I kind of just cut out and it works for me. I feel better. Um, I'm more healthier and, you know, just overall my, my mental, my well-being is, it's set in place. It's, it's, I'm, I'm at a great comfortable level. So when we start getting into talking about perimenopause with having headaches all the time and I didn't have heart flashes, but there was a time where, and I think this happened for a good month and a half, and my husband can attest to this. Whenever I would go to bed and he said, I would just be hot as an oven. And you know, as women, we are like naturally warm and hot down there in our area, but any part on my body that he touched, like even my face, like if he come close contact with my face, it would just be so hot to the point where sometimes we couldn't even cuddle and your girls like to cuddle. So when I had to be like shifted off, like you too hot, baby, I love you, but you too hot. That was an issue for me. And like I say, that lasted for about a month and a half. And thank God it don't happen anymore because that was getting in the way of my me time because <laughs> the girl liked to cuddle, you know what I'm saying? So that was that. And then also, like I say, um, uh, the vaginal itch and everything. And it was like, okay, where is all this coming from? And, um, and a lot of times like with, having sex like I couldn't have sex like on a, a full-blown mission like I used to like okay I can handle doing it this time but I might can't really do it tonight I, I can do it today but I might can't do it tonight and you know you have like 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 a little pain and it was just very annoying. And that's how I know something was going on. I just, I just knew it. And so, um, and it, it was a few other things that occurred as well, but this right here, um, the whole, you know, pain and the itch and the thinning and, just like uh, the doctor said, once your estrogen level reaches that certain point, it alerts your body, everything in your body, through, all through your organs. It immediately recognizes and said, uh-oh, you know, like when, when you're low on gas and your little warning sign comes up, that's what it is. It's like, okay, you low. And then you go and you look and you was like, okay, well, what can I do? What can I do to increase this thing? And it tells you to go, you know, like eat certain like leafy green vegetables and eat your fruits and stuff like that um, to help it out. And, um, but if anybody 
is going through anything and they kind of need a, a little help, talk to me. I'll let you know because I, I, I found some stuff that actually helped, um, you know, that kind of just calms everything down. It's just regular, something natural is not nothing where you need to go and get extra estrogen and stuff like that. I'm not going to go that far, but some people have to, but I am hoping that this will be the last thing because menopause can last up to 10 years. Now, 10 minutes of this mug is crazy, but to wait 10 years is a lot. You got to have patience. You got to woosah. You, you got to pray that <laughs> this thing is over because if not, it will take over you because you don't know what's going on. You don't, you don't really understand. So I just wanted to talk to you guys about that because I thought that it was very important, you know? Okay. All right. So I do want to get into something else. It's going to be totally different from health. I know I said that this was probably going to be the only conversation, but I think I want to go ahead and get into one more thing. So let me go ahead and play this for you guys. All right. And this is called Richmond date broke women. You start talking to a lot of these, like you guys, and a lot of wealthy men and men in that 1% and up, because we know it's levels, uh, you know, they're not partnering with those women. And if they are, and some of them are, right? Because I hear that all the time. Well, he dates girls that wait tables and do this. There's a why there. Okay. And I'm not judging because again, that's a man who said, I went to law school. I went and got my MBA. I did these things so I could earn 700,000, 1.2 million, 3 million a year. So I can be in exclusive full control. And she's going to go on vacation. Where the fuck I tell her we're going on vacation. Pack the bag. Well, I'll take, I'll, I'll take, let, let me interject. Let me interject. Let me interject. <laughs> now we got a man coming in now. Yes, please interject. You better have a moment. Troy, I'm with you. Hold on. <laughs> I got, I got no, I got no arm in the race. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think that that's that's a fair way to to, to characterize the situation because it's, it's 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 not so much of saying you're going on vacation wherever I tell you to go on vacation. I think a, a man's role yeah. traditionally has always been to provide as a provider right. and and as somebody um, who is a protector. I think that it's actually you know beneficial for both parties if somebody was like, okay, like you know, this is what we're doing. Start talking to a. Okay. Now, what this woman was saying is that men, rich men, date broke women. First of all, I don't like that word broke because none of us are broke. We may not have more than what the other person have, but we are not broke. Now, you can tell she was this little snooty heifer. And she says that rich men date women lower than them so they can control them. For instance, her example was when we go on vacation, this is where we going and this is where you going. That's all to it. So I like when the, the dude interjected and he really stood up and he was like, you know, the, the, the first thing that a man thinks of what he's supposed to do is to provide for his family, which is true. Normally that's what all men think. And me, being a married woman, I do not think that rich men or men who have money date lower class women because they can control them. Now, do some men do control women? Yes, they do. But 
a lot of men don't have the mentality of, you know, pick her up and mold her into what I want her to be. A man can actually see a woman and see that she has, you know, interest. She has curiosity. She has potential. And he sees that and he was like, well, I have these things. I can help her. You know, we can grow together and elevate ourselves together. There are not many men who just want a woman who's just there. Okay. Some may, but there's a whole lot of men that don't want women who is there. A lot of men wants a woman who can speak her mind, be her own woman, you know, put her foot down, let her know, you know, let them know that there are things that she don't like or what she likes. You know, anytime a woman is just there, who's just taking up space, a lot of time a man is not going to respect that because he wants someone who can, you know, vouch for him and, you know, help maintain things and, and be able to grow. And with you being a yes woman, you're not really helping the situation. You know, it's like he might as well just be by himself. So I know a lot of y'all are going to um, persecute me for that, but hey, it is what it is. But this woman here, um, I, I just wanted to play it because men just don't go and pick women because they could just do whatever they want to do with them. Okay. I wish, I wish my husband would have said, we're getting married. You're going to be my wife. I make all the money. You're going to go shopping when I give you the money to go shopping. You're going to get what I tell you to get. And when we get ready to go on a vacation, we're going where I want to go. You don't have no control over no planning. You don't have no control of when are we going? How are we going? You just know you're going to be there. I wish he would because I don't work like that. Okay. Yes, sometimes I want to be a pick of me woman. Yes, do for me, baby. Wash my car, bring me something to eat, hold me, do this and do that. Yes, but at the end of the day, guess what? Your girl is very independent. I can do all those stuff by myself. I may not do it now because I got somebody to do it for me, but if a sister had to go out there and do it herself, guess what? A sister is going to do it. Now, and I ain't going to go there. But I, the, the, these women who thinks like this woman here are the one who don't have anybody. I bet she don't have a man. And you know why she don't have a man? Because her, her mind of thinking. So I think in her best opinion is to continue to do what she do and, you know, how she lives her life because she's never going to be with the man thinking with that mindset because all men are like that or not like that so I'm going to stick up for the men I'm I'm not going to be like oh yeah men just want to control women now when I see you know older men with younger women now sometimes that puts a thought in my mind that it may be a sense of control and it may not be, but in my mind it is because 
you know, she's so young and he's so old because he has already been out in the world for a long time. And, you know, she's just, just, you know, basically starting out and you're with this younger woman, but that ain't none of my business. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to um, talk to you guys about that as well. So make sure you leave your comments for me and this is all I got to say. And if you can't be good, be careful. Make sure you continue to tell a friend to tell a friend about me, your girl, Model E. Continue to follow me on Instagram at M-O-D-E-L underscore E underscore. I think when we first came on, I think I said my old one. <laughs> my bad. And also follow me on Twitter at Erica Jones with the Z on the end not on there as much so you don't even have to go over there but where you can go is go to youtube and go to the guy what you need network that's gwun space network when you see the red logo with gwn in the middle that is us that is me that is um our network where all our podcasts are housed on and you can listen to and watch every content that we have on there also, we have our Roku channel up and running. So all y'all with those smart ass TVs, go and download the GWN TV app right now. Because guess what? Your girl is going to be on there too. And everything else we got. So make sure you go over there and like, subscribe, keep the conversation up. We love it. And your girl is back now. So, all right. So, peace out.